Thanks for tuning in to today's topics where we look at current events from a Christian perspective. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Remember to tell somebody about the page and the podcast if you're finding it informative. There's been a lot of COVID cases flaring up uh, again. But unlike the initial wave last year, uh, it seems that most people are getting over they're getting over this. A lot of people are getting sick, but the death rate is way down, which is awesome. That's just a, a great blessing from God that the number of people aren't dying that were. So that's great. But you guys remember to wash your hands. Don't get around people that have any symptoms of sickness. You know, use common sense and please do not trust these silly masks to protect you. The only type of mask that could possibly protect you would be a full face respirator that none of us have and none of us use. So these little masks don't work. I'm not getting back into that again, but you guys know the truth. Let's look at the Middle East first tonight. Uh, The big news this week, I don't know how much you guys have been paying attention to this, but that oil tanker that was hit by the Iranian drone in the Gulf of Oman, Well, the tanker is owned by an Israeli businessman. Now, the captain, I think he was from Belarus or something, but the captain is who was killed on the ship. Uh, Israel has not retaliated yet, but you know Israel, they will. (laughs) It's coming. Uh, Another ship was hijacked. in the. Now, this ship that hijacked was in the Gulf of Oman. I think the other one was over there by the UAE. But they tried to hijack this ship, and just so happened that there was a United States a battleship and a a ship from Oman's Navy that was in the area. So when they take off toward the ship, the hijackers jump off and they leave. But the whole point to all this is just how bold Iran is getting right now. Uh, They haven't done this in years. uh, And now every little chance they get, they're doing something to poke Israel. I mean, they're just prodding them. And we know how Israel is going to respond to that. Um, Something else that should have got our attention is on top of Iran doing all this, the Israeli president issued a statement this week saying that they believe Iran is only about 10 weeks away from having a nuclear weapon. You know, they have spies everywhere. They know what they're talking about. got to forgive me for this cough drop in my mouth, but I need it. So, uh, Israel knows that Iran's only 10 weeks away from having a nuclear weapon. So what does that tell us in common everyday English? That tells us that we are less than 10 weeks away from Israel blowing up Iran's nuclear facilities. That's going to happen. They, they've never wavered. They cannot allow Iran to get a nuclear weapon. So they're going to blow it up. What's going to happen? Uh, we see to where Russia has moved a lot of their defensive stuff to helping Hezbollah in Syria. So we know where Iran has signed the the agreement with China. <clears throat> Excuse me. So these alliances have been formed, and this may be what kicks it off. We don't know. But Israel's going to blow up the nuclear facility. And... uh We'll see what happens after that. But Israel still conducting airstrikes in Lebanon right now. 
but like I said, they're really stymied in Syria. See, these terrorist groups right across the border in Lebanon and Syria, and they're lobbing these missiles into Israel. So Israel will see one lob, and they'll go blow it up, or blow up the battery that fires it. <clears throat> well, now they're really held off from doing that in Syria because of the Russian defense systems. They can't do it. Um, all these other nations keep pushing Israel every day, if you read the news, to create this Palestinian state. They want the two-state solution. They want the Palestinians to have their own state. And giving away part of the promised land is not the answer. So that's not going to happen. Uh, you just got to wait and see. See, you have to realize if you create a Palestinian state right beside Israel and give them legitimacy, that is going to be a nightmare that will not end. And Israel knows that. They can't do it. But every other nation wants the two-state solution, but it's not going to happen. Uh, you've got only 40% in the latest poll of Israelis that support the two-state solution. Less than half, so it's not happening. But wildfires is something that I I noticed. You know, it's like over in California, we've had wildfires so bad. I think entire cities have been burned down out there. It's pretty awful, but it's, it's happening around the world. And, and, and the, the nation of Greece is just on fire. It's awful, but Israel has been sending firefighters over there to help. Israel just does some awesome things around the world. Remember they sent wild, uh, wildfire specialist over here to help us last year. Israel does some great stuff, but they, I did notice this. They did something this week. I don't agree with. Israel banned all quail and dove hunting this year. Wow. Um, wing shooting is probably my favorite sport. I love to dove hunt. And so for them to totally outlaw that in Israel, because they want to do some research to see, you know, about the bird population. There's a lot of people upset about this. This may not seem like a big deal, but this is something else that you just saw. Uh, that just doesn't make any sense about why Israel's doing that, but they are. <clears throat> Research done by the Sheba Medical Center shows that ivermectin should be used to treat COVID, and it would cost less than a dollar a day. I talked about this months ago, about ivermectin, and I'm not talking about taking the horse paste and putting it in your mouth. But it's the same stuff, but ivermectin is made for human use. It's used around the world. You know, It's just been a game changer for a lot of parasitic infections. And they've done a lot of research with this, and it, it works for COVID. But guess what? This came out from the Sheba Medical Center. So this is not just some jackleg organization. This is high-tech stuff. As soon as this research came out, the FDA and the WHO issued a statement. They said, we caution against its use. Why would they say that? Why do you think they would immediately come out and just disregard this huge study that's been going on around the world. Well, obviously, because the big drug companies want their billions from selling this patented RHNA shot to the world. That's why they came out and said that. They own the FDA and the WHO. Everybody knows that. All the money that they give, they own these organizations, so they'll say what they tell them to. And they will not allow a treat up. Uh, you know, a cheaper treatment to be used 
they own everything to do with these COVID shots and they're making zillions of dollars. You start letting people use cheaper stuff that's already been in use that they don't own the patents to, they're not going to have that. So you can forget it. All the different stuff that you see going on around the world where this works and this works, and this is a lot cheaper. It's not happening, folks. It's not going to happen. So if you want your ivermectin, you won't be getting it in this country. Jerusalem Post issued a statement. I mean, an article that said Pfizer vaccine linked to rare cases of eye inflammation. 21 people came down with uvatus, according to Professor Zohar Habit Wilner of Tel Aviv Saraski Medical Center. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Well, what, what she said was that all the cases were treated and healed. So a lot of these adverse reactions to the vaccine, if you want to call it that, but all of them were treated and it, and it was not permanent. So that's awesome. Uh, in, in a lot of cases with blood clots and stuff, that's not the case. It, a lot of people have died from this, but at least with this eye problem, like remember I talked about the problem in India, this bacterial infection that was just causing all this blindness. It's just awful. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, also at the Alzheimer's Association's International Conference held in Denver this year, they revealed that the long-term effects of COVID could increase the potential to develop Alzheimer's. Well, isn't that awesome? On top of being sick, now you got to worry about getting Alzheimer's because of it. That came out of the Denver. So, I don't know. I guess you all saw. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about this because it gets me upset, but it's biblical, so we got to go with it. But did did, did y'all see this week where Comrade de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, issued a statement where he said, I'm quoting now. You can look this up. It's all over every news channel. But he said, in order for people to, quote, participate in our society fully, you'll have to show proof of vaccination. That's exactly the words he said. You can look it up. So in order to go to a restaurant, gym, or theater in New York City, you're going to have to be vaccinated and you're going to have to show, show proof of it. I've been telling y'all for weeks this was coming, but uh, what should really get our attention is the wording that he used, okay? None of this stuff's done by accident. I, accident. I've told you, politicians don't make mistakes like that. Everything is planned out. They know exactly what they're saying. I would be willing to guess that this guy hasn't touched a Bible and I would almost promise you he hasn't read one. So for him to say this stuff, it wasn't playing from scripture, but what he said, in order to participate in our society fully, well, that immediately made me think of Revelation 13. Let me read that to you real quick. Revelation 13, verse 16 and 17, it says, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now, don't get worried. This vaccine passport that's coming is not the mark of the beast, obviously. But it's definitely something that's preparing us for it. Uh, see, Satan has to do this stuff in stages. He couldn't just throw it all on us at one time. We'd rebel. We'd fight back. So he has to do things in stages. He does things gradually. 
that gets you used to it, that gets you prepared for the next step, the next stage. And that's what this is. People have been conditioned to do as you're told, wear the mask. Even if we, science has proven is of no effect, wear the mask. Everybody wears it. Now you get looked at funny if you're not wearing it. Even though we know it cannot stop virus particles. But do what you're told, wear the mask. Look at all the people that's wearing it. Now it's get the shot. Do as you're told, get the shot. Everybody's lining up getting the shot. And if you don't get the shot, you're being demonized. You're being treated like you're some kind of nut job. You're trying to get people sick. You're trying to kill people. Do what you're told, get the shot. Right? We're being conditioned to later on take the mark. Do what you're told. Shut up. Are you crazy? That's what we're being conditioned to do. This is not it. This is no mark, uh, but we are definitely being conditioned. It's coming, folks, and the groundwork's being laid. That's pretty obvious. Moderna announced yesterday that their shot only lasts six months. Wow. So a booster shot will be needed, they said. <laughs> we talked about that last week, right? Natural News reports, quote, CDC confesses vaccines are failing and the vaccinated can be super spreaders. That's from the CDC. The CDC director's name, Rochelle Walensky, she said, quote, vaccines are failing and vaccinated people may now carry higher viral loads than unvaccinated people contributing to this big spread of COVID. That's from the CDC that we're just supposed to listen to everything they say, right? Haritz.com, that's out of Israel. They said Israel's public health chief says evidence points to waning COVID vaccine immunity. Shots not lasting as long as they thought is what they're saying, right? Every one of these guys have gotten together and they're now going to push the narrative that more shots are needed. That's what this is about. They're not trying to say the shots are not effective and you shouldn't get it. That's not where they're going with this. What they're saying is the shot's not lasting as long as we thought. Isn't that what I told you guys last two weeks? Mm -hmm. I don't like being right about this. But every one of them are getting together and saying, you know, the shots are good, but they're just not lasting that long. You're going to need to get another booster. You're going to need to get another shot. And now they're even putting a time limit on it. Every six months, you're going to have to get one. If you want it to be effective, if you want to be safe, you got to get a shot every six months. That's, that's exactly what they're all saying. This whole thing is about money, people. Never forget that. Is the virus real? Is it scary? Yes. Do you want it? No. It stinks. Trust me. But we can never forget the whole thing is about money. An intentional money grab is what this is. Don't forget that when you start hearing all this stuff, right? Now, if you get time, you really should check out an interview. I don't have time on here. An interview that Ben Shapiro did on the Rubin Report. Now, this this is a show that comes on the Blaze Network, the Rubin Report. Just remember that. If you get a chance, you got 15, 20 extra minutes, you want to read something pretty interesting, look up the Ben Shapiro article where he lays out the way the media is manipulating statistics on this virus. The man's done his homework. And there's a way to tell a story, right? My dad was the best at this. It wasn't necessarily the story. It's how you tell it. And that's what the news media people are doing is 
yes, there's statistics and yes, there's facts and yes, there's sickness and death. But the way you promote that, the way you tell the story, that dictates how people think and feel about it. And, and, and Ben Shapiro really does get into that. And, uh, it's not necessarily the facts and the figures. It's how they're telling us and what they're wanting us to believe. And that's the truth of it. <clears throat> Citizens are protesting big time over in Afghanistan right now because of the takeover, you know, by the Taliban I've told you about. They're, they're taking over the whole country. It's taking a little longer than I thought it would, really. But uh, today, th- this morning, the Taliban captured the first provincial capital. That's kind of like, a state capital, you know, they got states in Afghanistan provinces. So the, uh, they've officially taken over, you know, the first state capital, if you want to put it that way. Uh, it's just a matter of time and they'll once again control the whole country. You can look that up on Fox news. It's, it's, it's nothing new. Really. We knew the Taliban was going to do this, but here's what's here's why that's important. Okay. You got Lebanon and Syria that border Israel. You got Iran and Iraq and Afghanistan that right there pretty much border Israel, except for Jordan in the way. But all these nations are coming apart at the seams. I mean, protesting. There's no water. There's no electricity. These people are suffering, especially in Iran, spending all their money to create a nuclear bomb to destroy Israel with. But these nations are coming apart, and things have lined up perfectly for the Psalm 83 inner circle war that I believe is what leads to a Middle East peace agreement finally getting signed. Uh, if you look at fulfilled prophecy and unfulfilled prophecy, the next thing in that part of the world is an inner circle war. That means some nations that pretty much border Israel are going to attack Israel, okay? Israel will win, and they will destroy Damascus in the process, Damascus, Syria. But Israel's going to suffer because of this. It's, it's going to be a tough war. And when this happens, this is what's going to lead to the Middle East peace agreement finally getting signed between Israel and the Palestinians. And when that happens, Daniel tells us clearly that that's going to usher in the final seven years. It's just that simple. So that's why I pay so much attention to Israel. We better pay attention to Israel. Biden, back to our country for a minute. You got to forgive me with my voice tonight. I don't know what's going on. But Biden postponed the eviction moratorium again. In case y'all don't know about this, The government instituted a policy to where no one can be evicted during the pandemic. So this has been going on for about a year. And you think that people are just going to do the right thing. No, they're not. If you tell them that they don't have to pay their rent, they're not going to pay their rent. And that's what's happened. Uh, No one has paid rent for like a year now. You may think, well, that's fine, helping these people out and these old rich landowners. You know, no, most of these people have banknotes due on their property. They are trusting the renters to help them pay their banknote. That's just the truth of it. There are some, you know, rich fat cats that could go a while without getting their rent money, but most of them cannot. 
So all these landowners have not been able to pay their banknotes. So what do you think is going to happen next? Yeah, bankruptcies by the barge load. You're, you're talking about a lot of property that's now going to be handed over to the banks. Uh, maybe millions of bankruptcies. So most likely, I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but most likely this was their plan all along. Because now when these people can't pay their bank notes, the bank's going to foreclose from the property owner, and now the banks will own all of this property. This is going to be a mess. You just remember about the uh, eviction moratorium. You're going to hear, you know, because Biden postponed it again. They were going to release it today to where these people had to start paying rent again. Well, he said, no, 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 we can't do that. So this is going to wind up being a huge economic problem in our nation. You just remember about this. This is not going away. This is going to be a huge problem. A report came out yesterday that Mike Huckabee reported on where they're still investigating the election fraud that happened during 2020. You don't hear much about that, right? They don't want you that. No, they don't want to talk about that, but it's still going on. It hadn't went away. And now they've got the goods on a group out of Houston. They've got audio recordings, fake signatures, uh, a lot of eyewitness testimony. You got investigations are still going on in Arizona, Georgia, and Michigan. But the truth is, uh, I don't foresee anything coming of it. That's just, just, just to be honest. 74% of all Americans agree that a photo ID is needed to be able to vote. 74%. But as long as the Democrats are in power, that will not happen. They're not going to allow photo ID. And let's be honest, the Republicans are no better. Uh, When they were in power, they did nothing to help with voter and election integrity. Nothing. They could have stopped it before it ever started, but they didn't. I know that we want to pick on the liberal Democrats. We want to, but the truth is they're all rotten. And that's just the truth of it. I don't see things getting better between now and November. Uh, That's the next congressional election. And I'll be honest, if the extreme liberals win again in November, the America that we once knew will only be a memory. And that's the truth. Uh, But for the Christian, we've got a better day coming. I'm going to read you another verse. Uh, I'm going to read Revelation chapter 21, verses 4 and 5. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, don't put it off. Uh, things seem to be falling into place and no one knows the hour when our Lord doth return is what he said, right? You better be ready. I hope you are. But thank y'all for listening. I hope you got something out of tonight. And uh, if you can, go to church Sunday. And by all means, y'all keep reading your Bible. Thanks.